What's up everyone? This is V, aka Vernon English. You feel me like <laughs> and this is the Hair Colors to Kill Sounds podcast. I know it sounds a little acoustic, but it's just because I, I, I record in different areas. This is a every very impromptu podcast and, and shouts out to anybody on the West Coast right now. It is I don't even know what time like you would even consider this time of the year but just a time of transitions uh you can find me on discord you can find me on insta you can find me on amazon you can find me on twitter and i'm about to get a link tree just so that i can put all these things on one website and have like more of my my stuff and just a collaborative effort on many different people making sure i'm on my shit so i like that and I've never had that push before just to be creatively in my zone. I mean, people obviously go to art school and other people have, you know, writers and editors who make sure you have your your dates and your goals already set and met. But for me, I've always, since I began this journey as a writer, and it's not so much a corner knuckle jerk, like... <laughs> This is a writer's room, so I literally listen to input and what others are saying. And I look at this as a way of interpreting it and developing my ideas further. Uh, Just by what I watch, just by the conversations, every day is different. And so I really, really, you know, wake up with that fervor and already have an idea ready to go because I've done that before. done this so much like I don't know if I was like preparing myself like just to create and and keep my creative mind going in spite of whatever it was I was doing but I definitely sharpened that sword and and start dipping in that well a long time ago so now it's kind of like right you know jumping up and getting everything in motion and I'm, I'm ready for that like I love it so anyway it's different as a creator though like you can go off on many different tangents and you do many you know meander over many different dreams and things that you have but for me i look at you know the things that i see in the comic books that i've read in the past and i'm really really excited on the crazy obscure things and the imagination that i have it's changed you know since i was younger Um, I've read a lot more and I've seen a lot more, you know, since then. And it has never been the same with me looking at a story on an instance and me thinking like, oh, well, that story is from that story or that story is from that story. They're completely different. And that's pretty much the aspect of where my story begins. Uh, for anybody who is brand new and they're like, hey, what is this guy talking about on this podcast? Well, for one, it's my art. And two, uh, what has inspired it? And three, uh, how I write it and how it's not, you know, the usual proverbial uh, sense of spoken word, poetry or anything like that. There's actually, you know, layers, there's things you can't really, you know, read and think and interpret it. Uh, to correlate to someone else versus you reading it on an Apple Kindle or something like this, Amazon Kindle, excuse me, Apple Kindle, Apple Pad, and you really get 
a different interpretation uh, just by reading it that way versus, I guess, the physical copy, which if anybody wants physical copies of my book, I do uh, print out. But anyway, um, the story starts with, you know, the, the study of the mind and the psychology of it. And it's really deep. If you're not even into psychology, you have to understand that your memories are important. And so <laughs> without them or the lack thereof uh, could form some sense of stress in some aspect. And a mass case of it uh, would cause a sense of mass hysteria. And it basically, you know, leads people to their, their rawest form of nature versus nurture. And uh, everyone I've described this to always comes up with their own, you know, interpretation. But the interesting thing now that I look back in retrospect is that nobody ever told me that they didn't understand. They always were like, oh, well, yeah, and come up with their own delineation of what it was that I meant. And that's how I knew I was on to something. Um, if that makes sense, it would make my work or written work very abstract. And I love that. Um, and I'm literally not even joking when I've told, you know, people from different backgrounds, people from different places in the world, just people in general. And they understand the nature versus nurture aspect or how nature, by default, you could, you know, attribute to your DNA or you attribute to your size and stature and how you are physical and how that affects, you know, your outward uh, interactions and people around you, uh, just, you know, natural responses, if that is, you know, to run away from things that, you know, other creatures in the world would do. And then this other innate thing uh, that is not trained and, you know, comes off as altruist is what formulates this thing in people's heads to go towards it. Obviously, ignoring the, the flight or flight response. <laughs> Those things I've looked into, I haven't, you know, said that I've broken down and looked at, you know, sample sizes, um, research, but I, I've looked at, you know, a few articles online and wow, I looked at something on the internet, but it, it really, you know, helped me develop what it was that I was describing and that these characters were experiencing. So that's the first part and one of the layers that this story encompasses, not including, not extensively, um, the nurture part, you know, the, the experience of what all of these characters are doing to one another simultaneously at the same time. Incomprehensible for me just to get this sheer volume. <laughs> of, you know, over a billion people, probably over a few billion, and all of them moving and interacting at the same time. And then two, what it would be that they would be doing, you know, as they would be interacting with one another. I'm madly, wildly curious. I, I'm going on, you know, many different aspects of understanding uh, what it is, you know, that a character would do if they've forgotten something and, and going through the motions but it is really funny that I want to add like a comedic aspect to it in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> and just so that I have, you know, this 
added bonus of adding, you know, a little bit of 22 sprinkled in there. And, you know, this podcast is one of the only instances where I would mention me in the writing process of my book. Other instances or even other podcasts, I will talk about something obscure, quite possibly, but nothing that extrapolates, you know, the extent of what I describe on my own. So basically, that's where, you know, nature versus nurture, a very Darwinian aspect of the personality and not to go, you know, super Freudian or people and, and talk about their dreams and things like this. I just delved into the characters that first level on the first and second book. You know, their their response to things and then, you know, what they've been innately, you know, in inundated with, you know, before this sense of mass, amnesia and mass just everybody <laughs> Alzheimer's or something like this where they're just remembering certain things flashes and memories and I love that because it kind of equals the playing field for the elders and the young ones and at the beginning of the story you know I have different aspects of describing it and I'm just telling you know people what a reaction would be if someone had their memories and you know it and then you go and, you know, scratch for it. And then it's like, whoa. And at, at a point, you know, an elder person would feel a certain type of way about it versus a younger person, which, you know, uh, understandably, <laughs> like, they have a different, you know, outlook on making the best of a situation, uh, considering their physical differences just by default. I love that and just the playfulness of it and so I was like well first and this is no joke like I was thinking of this before I laid down for a nap and yes I do take cat naps um it was basically about like <laughs> if okay so if you're on the internet you know this meme and it's a popular meme it's hilarious and it called it's, it's basically like wait hold my beer and <laughs> So that was like the first point of me just talking about the influence of memes. But we'll go back to memes in a bit. Like that, I'm gonna hit that on the next podcast. But just basically, just wait, hold my beer is one of the uh, just <laughs> see when I say it, people automatically have this association with over I don't know 15 to 20 you know images in their head and people on comment sections talking about this and so immediately in my head I started laughing and so I was like all right good 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 so I thought of this image of this dude right and he's like basically a not a tech person but very tech oriented and involved in this technology that they woke up with in the city and the city is the size of you know new york state for instance wildly you know advanced wildly technologically engineering wise something you've never seen before and they just wake up in it and so he picks up the technology he picks up all these different things and he starts like immediately jumping in and knowing what to do where to program things, where to like start waving his hands. He's, he's super AI based, super, you know, got the mask on thing and jumping into this other world. 
now he knows this because he woke up next to the equipment and he knows what he's doing. And so someone else wakes up with him. You can attribute to, you know, this friend's brother, you can attribute to a family member, but they wake up in the same facility. And so this person wakes up knocking around, bumping, things like this, wondering what's going on, and starts jogging his memory. He's like, wait, wait, I hear something, I hear something. So he walks into the other room, and he sees the guy playing with the stuff. And so he, like, knocks his head off, knocks the thing off of his head in the mask. He's like, dude, blah, blah, blah. and they just start like yelling at one another. <laughs> it's a very Encino man type of uh, aspect of them just being in a bit of decadence and technological advancement and almost acting quite Neanderthal esque and to try to understand and remember uh, memory and speech. And to communicate with one another. And so it, it takes take some time, some knocking up some things around for them to understand that they know one another. And they jog each other's memory and they start remembering and, and start going through speech. And they finally decide on a language that works for them um, besides like clicks and other types of things. And they come up with a basic, you know, communicating, you know, chart. <laughs> And from there, they, they start communicating more, and then the hours go by. The one guy points and describes to the other guy, he's like, hey, man, I know this stuff. Like, I don't know how, I don't even know the name of it, but I'm going to put this on again and jump back in. Hey, hold my beer and watch my back while I'm in there. And the other guy's like, fuck. <laughs> he's like, how long are you going to be in there? He's like. Shit, man, I don't know. I'm trying to jog my memory, but I think it's a lot going on in there that would explain what's going on. Maybe. It's like a 40% chance theory. So the other guy's like, fuck. All right. He's like, okay, man, hold my beer. <laughs> so the other guy jumps into this like AI world and, you know, one could consider it type like metaverses or shit like this. And the other guy, you know, holds true, like, he's his brother's keeper, and he's standing up, you know what I'm saying, like, just chilling, watching things going on, hearing shit going outside of their place, you know, screaming and shit like this, it sounds like a party, it sounds like a lot of stuff is going on. And so that's basically, you know, him dealing with this type of not opening the door, but looking out the window and looking at all these different things and making sure him and this other guy who told him to be safe and it's like fuck like how long is it going to be in there is it going to be a few hours is it going to be a few days like <laughs> how does he get food like there was no other consideration before he even like jumped in and you know if it would just mess up his brain if he just knocked off the, the thing he's going through all of these existential things all at once and to add this comedic thing to it and uh, the other guy, you know what I'm saying, like walking around, swinging his arms and shit like this. It, it's just this, another comedic aspect that I added to the story that, once again, I woke up from my nap and just started, you know, going with the story and writing in real time. There's a different aspect, and, and I tell people all uh, on the podcast that that's part of my fifth book. Like, I'm literally writing, like, it looks like I'm lazy as fuck, looks like I'm not doing anything, looks like, like, whatever. (laughs) 
but my comp my mind is constantly working uh, besides all of these outward moving uh, environments and even if I'm looking at something I've seen hundreds and thousands of times I'm still you know shaving away and etching away at my own imagination so if I can do it many many others can too and I see this now as a gift that you know I give humanity is you know the creativity that I have and showing that others can do it so that's it I, that that story's called <laughs> you can hit me up on uh what is this spotify you can hit me up on apple uh this is podcast you can find me on many different platforms hit the subscribe button let someone know about the piece or uh, my podcast or my art soon to have many nfts in the collection just basically speaking with people and checking in and looking at how they do things and teams yeah and before i come with my own line of nfts which are very unique so check that soon uh thank you guys this is v aka peace